Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of my podcast. Today, I'm going to be sharing some Instagram tips and just general tips for social media, growing your account, establishing you know, relationships and friendships and building brands so you can work with companies you love. I have been on Instagram for just over four years. And in that time, I have transitioned from a full-time elementary school teacher to an online nutrition coach and personal trainer. And while I don't ever want to consider myself expert because these things are always changing, I wanted to share some tips in starting an account. You know, I, I realize it can be super scary. And when I first started my account back in 2015, I didn't tell anyone about it. I told my husband and that was it. I didn't tell my family, I didn't tell my friends, and I kind of just did it really secretly because I wasn't ready to share that part of my life with my close family and friends. And somehow it wasn't nearly as scary putting it out into the world for strangers to see because they didn't know me. And in that process, my only point to my fitness account was to help keep me accountable because I am someone who has struggled so long with starting and giving up on different programs and diets. And I was like, you know what, I I, I need to be able to do this. I need to really find a support system so I can persevere and make this the last time I start because I want this time when I start to be something that lasts me a lifetime. And when I started up with BBG back in 2015, which is Kayla Itzine's Bikini Body Guide, she had built an incredible online community where you know you could search the hashtags, you could um, look up different people who were doing the same thing as you, were on the same week, and having that commonality to relate to someone else going through the same struggle was really empowering. And not being so fearful of you're like, I'm the only one struggling through this, or I'm the only one who can't do this. That's really, really powerful. And that's what helped me to keep going for way longer than usual. Cause normally I'm someone who gives up after a couple of weeks when it gets hard. And because I had developed a lot of incredible friendships through social media, by commenting on other people's posts, by, you know, sharing my story, um, sliding into people's DMs and, you know, chatting about the pros and cons of different things and what was working, I was able to build a lot of online friendships that some of them have evolved into real life friendships where, you know, I've traveled to meet certain girls and we hang out or we talk and those things are incredible. And this is why, even though it can be really scary to put yourself out there, I absolutely think it's worth it. And if you are someone who is either, you know, struggling with fitness and nutrition or someone who is really passionate about those things, I think if you are not creating a social media account to share this, this experience and these, uh, your knowledge, I feel like you're, you're missing out on a little bit of things. And I, like I said, I, I know this is scary. It's really daunting to make yourself vulnerable and put yourself in, out there. But if you are passionate about these things, you need to look at it in terms of you have so much more to gain than you do to lose. You put up a picture, you put up a video, it doesn't do very well. Someone says something. There's nothing to say you can't take it down. There's nothing to say you can't have a private account. 
it's, it's completely up to you, but I will say creating a public account was what helped me engage with other people that in my experience, I won't follow an account that is private unless I know who it is, because I want to know what they talk about. I want to know what they write in their captions. I want to know about them before having to, you know, follow someone. And maybe that's just me, but I think it's when I choose people to follow, it's based on who they are, what they represent, their beliefs, their ability to be vulnerable and not, it's not about, you know, just pretty pictures and perfect accounts. It's someone who I can relate to someone who's like, you read the caption and you're like, Oh my gosh, yes, I totally understand. Or wow, that was really, really helpful. So what I want to do is share, um, 10 tips for you on building your social media account on sharing, on creating a community for yourself. And some of these are pretty darn simple and some of them are a little bit more in depth. So pick and choose what you find valuable. And so number one, share when you're ready. And this is the whole, I didn't tell my family or friends because I wasn't ready. So if you are wanting to create a new Instagram account, go for it. I would suggest using an email, um, which isn't attached to, I guess, your main email, because I believe when I did this, it notifies your email contacts being like, Hey, did you know? So-and-so is on Instagram now. And so that can be a way where they're like, Oh, Hey, I didn't realize, you know, you started a new Instagram account based on fitness. So if you're not ready, that would be my tip. (laughs) Start a new email and within the Instagram account, you can add multiple accounts. So like, I think I have um, I also have my personal Instagram account attached and you don't even have to sign out. You can just switch accounts from within the app. So it's not too difficult either. All right. Tip number two, be authentic. When you are sharing on social media, I think there is so much, you know, perfection and success out there and that can be great. But I will say that what makes it easier to be relatable is when you share the successes as well as the struggles, because I think more often than not, people relate to the challenges and struggles than they do when things are always pretty and perfect and you're always so motivated and you eat well all the time and you, you know, I don't know, sleep well, eight hours and all that good stuff. And I don't know about you, but I have a hard time doing those things. So be authentic with your message. All right. Number three, value. What knowledge do you have and what value can you bring to someone's day? Can you share a workout? Can you share a stretch, a recipe, um, something you've learned this week, something that you have found made your life a lot better or improved your sleep or ability to do something? So bring value, make something that someone's going to want to share with someone else or that they're going to want to save because that increases your engagement. All right. Number four, audience. Who is your audience? I think this can be a challenging one because when we start, a lot of us are like, I just want everyone to like my things and, you know, comment on all my posts and pictures and save things. And, and the thing is not everyone's going to like you. And I think this is the tricky thing where it's like, Oh, no one's followed me or no one's liked my post or no one's engaged with us. And yeah, not, not everyone is going to like you. Not everyone's going to think your pictures are pretty or your workouts are good you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. And if you are, well, then I think you're also not necessarily being true to yourself because 
what I think makes someone really valuable is when they focus on their audience. Who are you trying to help? Are you trying to help college students, you know, find ways of being active and prepare meals that are affordable? Are you helping busy moms? Are you helping people who, you know, travel a lot for work? Find your niche and focus on a message for them. Number five, captions. Now, I realize this is kind of going to vary from person to person, but depending on the message you want to share and the audience you are trying to, you know, communicate with, your caption can be a really powerful way to get your message across. And I mean, it would be so much easier if I could just do something really simple where it's, you know, a two word caption, post a pretty picture, get tons of likes. I'd love that. That'd be fantastic. That would make my life so much easier. But I also don't really follow people like that. For me, I get so much more out of um, Instagram posts where someone shares something either really personal or like I said, brings value to my day with something that they've learned. And I would definitely suggest taking time to write captions that are going to tell your audience more about you. And I think also personally, writing my captions has kind of been like having a really public diary. And I share my experiences, my challenges, my struggles, my successes, and I write captions. I will literally be doing something or like in the shower and be like, oh my gosh, that would be a great caption. And I will sit down, type it up or write it out on my phone, write it on paper, and then put it together later. And I would say, I use about half the captions I write, but writing these captions has been a really healing and therapeutic way of me processing my relationship with food, my relationship with exercise, why I did things in the past and helping me move forward in a positive way where I'm able to leave behind negative habits and actions that no longer serve me or didn't serve me in a positive and healthful way. And so, yeah, spend the time on your captions. You don't have to share them all, but it can be really beneficial for you and for other people. Okay, number six, um, engage. Take time to engage with other accounts and like-minded people. So if you are commenting on other people and taking time to look at different hashtags. You're like, oh, you know, this is the workout program I'm doing. I wonder if I search the hashtag, if I can find other people doing the same thing, right? You know, oh, so-and-so has done, you know, week two exercise or I don't know, day three of this program. I'd love to see how she felt after. Reach out to those people, talk to them. If, if you like what you see, follow them. But you can't just expect it to be a one-way relationship where people just come to you and engage with you and tell you things if you haven't done the same with them. And I think when someone does engage with you and share something, it's really important if you can take the time or find some, find some time to respond to them and to you know, carry on that conversation in your, your own way. Okay, number seven, say hi. Um, if you follow someone on social media who you really like or you really admire or they've done something to positively impact you, 
take a minute to comment on something they've done. You know, send them a DM, comment on their post, let them know. And I know this can be scary and sometimes we can like, well, why would I put myself out there? I'll probably never hear from them. And the truth is maybe you won't, but what if you do? And I think you need to look at social media and building relationships in this way. What have I got to gain by putting myself out there? If they never respond to you and you never hear back from them, you've lost nothing. But if they respond to you and say, wow, like that's incredible. I'm so happy to hear from you or, you know, to share their advice or answer your question. You're only going to get that if you take the time to put yourself out there. So as scary as it can be, definitely do that. All right. Number eight, quality, focus on quality, but at the same time, don't let that focus on quality and perfection prevent you from creating a social media account. When I first started my pictures and videos were not great. The quality wasn't there. Things were grainy. Things were really dark and my pictures were pretty mediocre, I'd say, but it's how I started because I started sharing and, and that's, that's the kind of the, you got to start somewhere. So even if your phone is old for taking videos, just take them, post them, share them. You're going to have to start somewhere. You don't have to worry about, you know, creating the perfect picture and the perfect backdrop. Just focus on getting content out there because if you don't have anything to share, it's going to be really hard to build your community. All right. Number nine, when it comes to money, if you are trying to build a business, my biggest recommendation is not to focus on asking people for money, but to focus on bringing value. And I realize this is super time consuming and not necessarily fun all the time. But when I left my teaching job and was trying to build my own business, my nutrition coaching business, my online business. I spent thousands and I do mean thousands of hours creating content, emails, like weekly emails, 30 day challenges, free workouts in order to provide value to people before I ever asked them for any money. Because when you provide value and you create free content and resources to help people, it shows not only your knowledge, it shows your care and compassion for other people, but it also is a way for people to relate to you and say, hey, this person seems really knowledgeable, really valuable. I've grown just by following them. I've tried new things. I've learned so much. So now that I know that and I haven't paid anything, when they do offer you something for sale, you're more willing to purchase it because you've already, you know, know more about them than, you know, giving your money to Joe Blow who says they do this and they help these people, but, but how do you know? So spend your time creating that content, you know, create an email list. MailChimp works really well. Start a podcast, you know, free challenges, DM people, whatever it is to create a support networking community where you offer things for free first. All right. And last but not least, um, working with brands. When it comes to working with brands, definitely be choosy. And I know when I was starting out, companies would reach out and say, Hey, we'd love to send you a pair of leggings in exchange for a post. We'd lend, you know, we'd like to send you free supplements. And 
I think it can be really easy to get caught up in the, oh my gosh, someone wants to work with me. Someone wants to give me something that's so exciting. And yes, it is very exciting. And I never, ever want to uh, downplay that because I know when a brand reaches out to you, it's like, oh my gosh, it kind of feels like, you know, maybe you've made it. And that's fantastic. But I will say, you still need to be choosy. You need to be selective. And it can be hard when you're first starting out and someone says, oh, we'd like to do this with you. It's hard to say, hey, that sounds amazing, but I really want to test out your product first and make sure I love it before sharing that with anyone. Because you are your own brand. And if you put your name behind something and those leggings are see-through or you know that product isn't very good, that's what people are going to associate you with. They're going to associate you with the money they spent on the leggings that were see-through or ripped. And that's never what you want. So when brands reach out to you, you know, make sure that you're really open about what you're willing to do, what you're willing to share, that it is important for you to test products before you do things. And don't be afraid if you are trying to build your business to like ask for money and say, Hey, you know what? I would love to do that. And if this works out, I think I'd, you know, can we do sponsored posts? Can we do things like that? Build your business and don't be afraid to ask for what you want. Because at the end of the day, there's always going to be thousands of accounts who will post things for free. And if you want to start getting paid gigs, you need to start asking somewhere. And so build your brand, communicate really openly and honestly with your audience and with companies in order to get to where you want to be and to work with who you want to work with. All right. I hope that has been a little bit helpful. If you do have any more specific questions, I'm always happy to answer. You can shoot me a DM on Instagram at justget.fit or you can contact me via email if you're interested in one-on-one nutrition coaching. I will be opening a couple new spots in January of 2020. So you can email me at just get, or pardon me, you can email me at Nikki at just get dot fit for one-on-one nutrition coaching. All right. Thanks so much guys for listening and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of these podcasts.